1 Kings chapter 14, verse 1. At that time, Abijah the son of Jeroboam fell sick. The king of Israel is continuing to sin, and now his son is sick. 2. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise, I pray thee, and disguise thyself, that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam, and get thee to Shiloh. Behold, there is Ahijah the prophet, who spoke concerning me that I should be king over this people. He wants his wife to go in secret, disguised, to the prophet Ahijah. And it's on behalf of his own son, Abijah. 3. And take with thee ten loaves and biscuits and a cruise of honey, and go to him, and he will tell thee what shall become of the child. He wants to give a gift to the prophet. I'm wondering if the prophet will accept it, because typically prophets don't accept gifts. 4. And Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. He had lost his eyesight to old age. 5. Now the Lord had said unto Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh to inquire of thee concerning her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shalt thou say unto her, For it will be, when she cometh in, that she will feign herself to be another woman. Feign means pretend. She's going to pretend to be another woman. 6. And it was so, when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door, that he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam, why feignest thou thyself to be another? For I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. This means bad news. We can imagine that her son is going to die. 7. Go, tell Jeroboam, thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Forasmuch as I exalted thee from among the people, and made thee prince over my people Israel, 8. And rent the kingdom away from the house of David, and gave it thee, and yet thou hast not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments, and who followed me with all his heart, to do that which was right in mine eyes. 9. But hast done evil above all that were before thee, and hast gone, and made thee other gods and molten images, to provoke me, and hast cast me behind thy back. 10. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam, and will cut off from Jeroboam every man-child, meaning every son, and him that is shut up, and him that is left at large in Israel, and will utterly sweep away the house of Jeroboam, as a man sweepeth away dung, till it be all gone. Ahijah the prophet is telling Jeroboam's wife that not only is her son Abijah going to die, but all of Jeroboam's sons are going to die. The little babies that are not allowed out of the house, that's what the Bible meant by shut up, as well as the older men who are Jeroboam's sons who are far away from home. 11. Him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that lieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat, for the Lord hath spoken. None of Jeroboam's sons will get burials. Their bodies will be desecrated by animals when they die. 12. Arise thou therefore, get thee to thy house, and when thy feet enter into the city, the child shall die. Ahijah the prophet is saying, Go home wife of Jeroboam, and as soon as you enter the city, that's when Abijah, your child, will be dead. All of this is because Jeroboam spent his entire time as king serving pagan gods. The reason he served pagan gods was because he was afraid that because Rehoboam, the king of Judah, had the true God in Israel and the true temple and the true ark, he was afraid that if the other Israelites continued to serve the true God, that they would eventually feel that Rehoboam should be their king. 
Because of that fear, he wanted them to serve pagan gods so that they would never associate their god with Rehoboam, the king of Judah. But because of that fear, he ended up living a life of sin, and so now God is going to totally destroy his line. 13. And all Israel shall make lamentation for him and bury him, for he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing toward the Lord, the God of Israel, and the house of Jeroboam. Meaning that Abijah, the son of Jeroboam who is sick, is the only son who God approves of who isn't sinning, and he will actually get a good burial because he isn't sinning against the Lord. But all the other sons of Jeroboam are all sinners, and their bodies are going to be eaten by animals. 14. Moreover, the Lord will raise him up, a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam that day. But what is it even then? 15. For the Lord will smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water. A reed is, you know, one of those tall grasses that grows by the water. And he will root up Israel out of this good land, which he gave to their fathers, and will scatter them beyond the river, because they have made their Asherim, provoking the Lord. Asherim is the Asherim pole, and that's a phallic symbol. It's for pagan sexual rituals and stuff like that. God is saying that he is going to scatter the tribes of Israel because all of them sinned. The ten tribes will get scattered. And this does happen in history. Jeroboam will not have a descendant who becomes king. God is going to raise up a king in Israel that is not from Jeroboam's line. Now Jeroboam wasn't from Ishbosheth's line, and the third king of Israel is not going to be from Jeroboam's line. And this is all because of sin. 16. And he will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he hath sinned, and wherewith he hath made Israel to sin. 17. And Jeroboam's wife arose and departed, and came to Tirzah. And as she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. 18. And all Israel buried him, and made lamentation for him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by the hand of his servant Ahijah the prophet. 19. And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred, and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. We are going to read First and Second Chronicles when we get done reading Second Kings. We will be reading about Jeroboam again in more detail. 20. And the days which Jeroboam reigned, were two and twenty years, and he slept with his fathers, and Nadab his son reigned in his stead. Nadab is his son, so you would think this isn't going along with God's prophecy, but we know that Nadab is going to get killed, because God said so. 21. And Rehoboam the son of Solomon reigned in Judah. And Rehoboam was forty and one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. We were talking about the king of Israel, and now we're switching over to talking about the king of Judah, which is Rehoboam which the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there, and his mother's name was Nama the Ammonitess. Rehoboam is the son of Nama, and she was one of Solomon's wives. 22. And Judah did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and they moved him to jealousy with their sins which they committed above all that their fathers had done. Under Rehoboam, the king of Judah's reign, Israel was continuing to worship false gods, which means Rehoboam was not a good leader leading Israel into righteousness. He allowed them to keep sinning. 23. For they also built them high places and pillars and asherim on every high hill and under every leafy tree. 
because the pagans loved to worship trees and worship under trees. 24. And there were also Sodomites in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations, which the Lord drove out before the children of Israel. Sodomy is when you have sex in ways that are not what God ordained. Anybody can practice sodomy, even if you're not a homosexual, you can still practice sodomy. There are a lot of ways to practice it. And that's why in the New Testament and in the Old, God says that whether you're homosexual or a heterosexual sodomite, you still are sinning. If you don't repent, you will go to hell. Jesus said that those who continue to practice sodomy will go to hell. So that's one of the many sins that we need to repent of. What a lot of people don't realize that are Christian is they think as long as you're not homosexual, you're okay, but this isn't true. There are many sins that heterosexuals can and do commit. So we need to read all of God's law and not just get focused on one verse and think that as long as we obey that one verse that we're okay. 25. And it came to pass in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. This is around 1000 BC. 26. And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all, and he took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. The king of Egypt has plundered Solomon's palace and Solomon's temple. I don't think he plundered it completely because later on the Babylonians are going to plunder it again. He couldn't have taken all of the precious things because there was stuff for the Babylonians to take later. But he did take some of the gold and expensive items out of Solomon's palace and out of Solomon's temple, including the golden shields for war. 27. And King Rehoboam made in their stead shields of brass, and committed them to the hands of the captains of the guard who kept the door of the king's house. After the Egyptians stole the golden shields that the soldiers were supposed to use, Rehoboam had brass shields made to replace them. He was afraid because if he had no fear of Egypt, he would have had golden shields made again. It also shows you that Israel has lost some wealth because Maybe they don't have money to make gold shields again. 28. And it was so that as oft as the king went into the house of the Lord, the guard bore them and brought them back into the guard chamber, which means they're now keeping the shields under guard so that they don't get stolen again. 29. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam, and he is the king of Judah, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? Which means we're going to read more details about Rehoboam again when we get into First and Second Chronicles. 30. And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. The king of Israel and the king of Judah were always fighting each other. 31. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and his mother's name was Nama the Ammonitess, and Abijam his son reigned in his stead. It's kind of a pity that there's so many names that rhyme, because Jeroboam had a son named Abijah, and now Rehoboam has a son named Abijam. But Abijam became king, and Abijah died. Now that is where we end it in 1 Kings chapter 14. There have been four kings of Judah, David, then Solomon, then Rehoboam, then Abijam. And there have been three kings in Israel, Ishbosheth, then Jeroboam, then Nadab.